So I'm thinking today's topic will be how uh, the next election is almost guaranteed to be either a conservative win or some tertiary option that hasn't had like administrative power yet, possibly like the Green Party, maybe, if not just some to totally completely different one. Like NDP? No, NDP, the no way. Okay, so the, the primary problem right now with N- the NDP is Jagmeet Singh. So I, sorry? The, the primary problem right now with the NDP is Jagmeet Singh. Um, and I'm not saying like Jagmeet Singh is a problem. I'm saying internally for the NDP, he is a problem. There seems to be some senior members that uh, for some reason don't want him in leadership or not. Um, and I think that has to do with um, Jagmeet essentially create... He, he, he sort of uh, created a bit of a divide uh, in the image or I guess the culture of the NDP itself um like volunteering for like that party like you sort of especially in like the Hamilton area you get the understanding that part of the personality is this like old school Canada blue collar you know Canada used to be this way sort of you know sentiment right but like the NDP was also very progressive with like Jacqueline and whatnot and allowed for like immigrants to have an opportunity to get represented right so that was sort of allowed for an avenue for like you know Sikhs in that whole community to essentially you know allow for the proliferation for multiple leaders and MPs, as well as Jagmeet Singh essentially being a leader of the NDP, right? Okay, so the problem is, though, he's not actually a member of parliament. And uh, so right now he's trying to basically run for um, Burnaby. Yeah, he's trying to run for, uh, for a seat in Burnaby right now, and it's not looking good for him. And pretty much the NDP has said if he doesn't win, they're going to strip him of his leadership, or they're going to ask him to step down. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's, uh, I think that's, like, that's law. Like, if you, um, um, like, for example, if a, um, I think it's, like, an elect, if, like, an appointed or an elected official, like, loses their district in, like, a, in an election, they have to, or somebody that loses their district in the election, um, runs to become, like, a position in the party, um, they have to run in the next election, they have to win, otherwise they can't take the, yeah. You can't take the position or something like that. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure about the about like the the semantics of it, but like, yeah, on t- like on top of that, basically a bunch of the other members of the NDP are basically saying that you know, not not flat out that they want him out, but they're essentially inferring that like, hey man, if you can't win here, you're gone. You know, like we would like basically want someone else, right? Um, so the problem with that, it essentially also is that uh, the NDP is broke. And the way leadership races work, they don't have enough time to run a new leadership race before um, the the next election. So, like, on the off, uh, let's say worst case Ontario, Jagme doesn't win the win this uh the, in this election in, in Burnaby. Basically, he's going to be asked to step down, and then the NDP will have an interim leader going into a federal election. Hmm. So that means basically after you after they get elected, there's going to be a new leader. Do you get what I mean? So you're not really like the guy who's running for the campaign isn't going to be the PM or something like to that extent. It's weird. So that's why I'm saying the NDP has no chance. And then on top of that, the NDP is completely fucking unorganized, like on so many fucking levels. Like you look at the mess that's happening with this pipeline over at BC and Edmonton. Um, they're just in Ontario. I mean, I think they're a great opposition party, but like they don't get anything done. They're great at finding problems, but they don't get anything done. And it's unfortunate to say, but that's just the reality of the NDP. And they haven't been in an office for like how many years? It's like 
don't even know, but yeah, it's like crazy. Yeah, no, uh, like I think, but yeah, I think he, um, Jagmeet Singh definitely will kind of, like his position in general will definitely kind of um, come as a problem to the NDP being elected on the federal level, but they did have like a ton of momentum coming into the provincial election. Yeah. Um, that might have been due just to like Kathleen Wynne um, yeah, having yeah. not the greatest perception and yeah. having like the last two or last three things that she tried to push through to gain votes back. Yeah, also, um, also, like the OSAP changes and all that. The yeah, changes. yeah, um, everyone hated that dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but, but, uh, yeah, but also, a- a- Andrea, Andrea Horth or Horvath, sorry, is, um, is actually a, a, a very high caliber political leader. Like, definitely, like, uh, deserving of, of political leadership. It's unfortunate that, uh, you know, she's put her the breadth of her career behind NDP. I honestly feel like if she was in any other party, she would have been much more successful. And I think that's the same for a lot of leaders in the NDP. I think if Jagmeet Singh was a liberal, he'd be way more successful. Mm. Yeah. I, guess, I, think, I think what you might see in the federal election is that um, you might see the NDP shift a little further to the center just to appeal to some of the liberal voters that aren't. I think she um, I think she's... You have to with Trudeau. Yeah. But like, I think... Doing that is going to split the liberal vote. Um, it's going to let the conservatives come to power, quite honestly. I, I feel like the, um, li- the liberals don't have a, a ghost of a chance in the next election. I think, like, and this is what I'm trying to say. I, I think that uh, the, the Trudeau administration has run such a shitty campaign that um, I feel like being um, uh, in the, like politically in the middle of the spectrum is going to be suicide in the next election. You need to be completely batshit crazy, like the states, on one side or the other. Because if you look at it now, I mean, like, if you but if you look at the, the hot topic, uh, the hot topic points for politics uh, up in the, upcoming in the election are going to be the economy, the relationship with China, the relationship with America, and like those are highly divisive and populist points. And immigration. Yeah. Let's not forget immigration. I mean, but like I think, like looking at, I think that's more applicable to the state, quite honestly. No, like, man. I think, okay, so elaborate on that. Elaborate on that. Like, what do you mean? So I think, um, like, in general, Canada is more socially liberal than the United States. Um, and that, like, kind of shows, in, like, our selection of leaders as well, but it also kind of... Do you, do you actually think too. that? Wait, 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 hold on. Do you actually think that, though? Like, do you think, like, the majority of Canadians are actually more socially liberal than Americans? Yeah, for sure. I would, I would dispute that. Why? Because the largest... Pop, the, the most populated states, New York and California, are both Democratic voting states. Yeah, but like that—that's assuming that Democrats are um, equally as left-wing as our left-wing parties. Where I'd say like our left-wing parties are much more further to the left than I, I, I Democrats only, ever happen. I think that's a that's that's a recent trend. I'm talking about the more popular ones. I'm not talking about the fringe ones. And the Green Party was a fringe party before Elizabeth May showed up there. She was like. The deuces machina that actually saved that party because they were a joke before, and I honestly feel like like Canada, like from from in, it, I'm of the belief that it's way more conservative here. No way. Yeah, I think I, Canadian, think I, can, I can never agree with that. I think, <laughs> I think, I think I, like, it's like it's it's I, like it's too contradictory to our history. I think Canadians. Like, like, what do you mean? Elaborate. So like I think the standard. Like, look at the things that the Democratic Party of, like, the United States, the Democratic Party during the 2016 election. Yeah. Looking at the candidates that they had and the ones that were considered liberal and the ones that were considered, like, Bernie Sanders, for example. Yeah. In Canada, Bernie Sanders isn't 
a democratic socialist. He might like call himself that, but he's just a normal candidate. He's like liberal NDP, run no. kind of liberal candidate. Uh. And in the States, comparatively, he's like, he was dog for being called like a democratic socialist, where well. he's really advocating for things that we already have here regardless. Okay, and no. if you look at like, and if you look at like what's considered the right wing in the United States, yeah. which has been pushed like increasingly to the right by yeah. kind of the need for fundraising and how they model um, how Congress members have to fundraise like every, like they, it's like there's like a joke that you get like two weeks off after you get elected to Congress yeah. and you have to start fundraising again for the next election. Yeah. Uh, like America is also way further to the right than Canada's right is. And you can see that in like Whoa. our social politics as well. Like Andrew Scheer will never be Ted Cruz because he never gets votes here like that. Okay, I mean, I, I, I'll agree with you to some extent, but I think you're looking at things from a vacuum. Um, like, let, 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 let's see, like, so I, I'm of the belief that Canadians in general are way more uh, conservative, and I think the whole left-leaning politics is something that's come as of late recently, um, um, and that's more so with the Liberal Party. I mean, you look at every other party that we have in, in Canada, they're very conservative. On top of that, if you just look at statistically speaking, somehow each and every election, the Conservatives are able to keep a 30% uh, uh, popula- uh, population demographic that comes and votes each year. It's crazy. And on top of that, Conservatives create new pop like there's young Conservatives too, right? Like it's actually like, I, I, I don't know. Um, but on top of that, I, I think when you were talking about uh, uh, left wing and right wing, I think when you're talking about, uh, you brought up a point about Bernie. Um, if you look at certain points, then like, yes. But I think you have to look at that scenario um, comparatively speaking. And if, uh, because basically the only thing that he was saying that I guess would be, um, that was crazy in the States that's sort of obviously regular here is, is universal healthcare, right? But other than that, sure, yeah, but, example, but, yeah. but other than that, this guy was talking about, uh, the reappropriation of capital, <laughs> like the, the respreading of capital, like that's something you're not gonna hear about in in Canada at all. Like, there's, there's no gonna be redistribution of wealth happening in Canada. That doesn't exist here, right? Like, what that's. You, what are you talking about? We redist- have it. It's like, no, 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 no. You, like you, you know, you're, you're talking about a taxation system that allows to uh, like the existence of a, of a social welfare system. He was talking about like, yo, increase the tax on the rich by like forty percent. Or somebody like he like Alexandria Ortezia Cortez kind of, kind of crazy stuff. That's insane by any means, and that's why I'm saying like like I don't think Bernie Sanders is really comparatively even you could say him, he, he, that he'd be anywhere similar to like a Justin Trudeau. I think he was way more to the left. You know what I mean? Um, also, okay, I think like okay, so like to make my point, like Canada's whole political spectrum is to the left of the United States political spectrum. Right, right now, like right now, right, like right now, the different sides. But like if you take a right-wing candidate in the United States when you compare it to a right-wing candidate in Canada, the Canadian candidate is going to be further to the left than the right-wing candidate in the United States, and same with our left-wing politicians. I, I honestly don't think so. You look at, like, Stephen Harper, where do you, where do you place him on the spectrum? Yeah, he's like center right. Yeah. Center right, right, exactly. And I think a lot for like, of... For Canada, for and, Canada. And, and to be honest, when I look at Paul Martin, where would you put him? Well, he's like a little bit center-left. <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I would honestly put him center-right, too. I would even put Jean Chrétien center right. I think a lot of the political leaders are all pretty much on the center right. Like I, I feel like when I think you see more so of like the what's the word I'm looking for colorful leftists in the states. You don't really see that happening in Canada as much because I guess it's really not the necessity for it. I really do think uh, 
basically more so I, also because Canada is a resource-based and service economy. I think that maybe also contributes to the fact that people here are more conservative. But yeah, still my argument goes to the fact that conservative parties consistently voted in. I also think fiscally uh, Canadians are very like way more conservative than Americans. Um, you can see that in our banking system and the risk that, the, that, that we take there as well too. Um, and yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Okay, so like if you if you want to call um, you want to call Paul, Paul Martin and Jean Chrétien, then I write like fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, but how? Okay, so so now pick an American politician or pick an American president that's done it right and compare their policies and tell me the Canadian one isn't further left. Ah, uh, so who would you consider center right? No, that's what I'm asking you because I want to give I want like an idea of what you consider center right. Okay, so Bill, I guess like comparatively the, the, speaking, the, like if you like. Um, I guess the, the, the closest you could say probably in, in recent history would be um, probably Clinton. Yeah, that's my point. And he ran as a Democrat. He ran as a left-center Democrat. Even though here in Canada, we'd still consider him center-right. But, but that's what I'm and trying to say. we'd liken him with our center-right, or, yeah. or like, quote-unquote, center-right. Like, Stephen Harper in the United States is like a total, like, a total run-of-the-mill Democrat politician. You wouldn't, you wouldn't even know. He wouldn't, he wouldn't write on the he wouldn't run on the right way. I mean, also on the thing is like in, ter- in terms of you have to remember from like when you look at it specifically in the states and even in you know what on both levels I I look at when people say left wing and right wing um, on a policy level it's it's all dressing because I mean even I've, I've been saying this before Pelosi and Schumer both voted on bills to uh, create a, a border barrier on the southern border of, of the states yet they have this boner fight with with, with uh, Donald Trump about the wall and yes the, the the wall is wrong, but these people already voted on bills to erect a barrier. So is it just the wording? Like, do you know what I mean? And, and I, I think like the, the, it's 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 really hard. Like, going, just going to your point about Stephen Harper being like a regular, you would, it's even hard to like to put where would you would Stephen Harper be um, in, uh, in, in as an American politician? Although I really do think he'd be a Republican just based on his affiliation with the um, energy sector. Um, but um, yeah, like I, 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 like, I, I, think, I think like you can't characterize, you can't solely characterize presidents or prime ministers based on their economic policy because like I think it's more accurate and people vote more on social issues more so than they do economic issues yeah. even though people like to say they care about the economy a lot of people don't understand the economy and what left and right wing means in that context so people here like um well, well so doesn't support gay rights and they think oh that's right wing thinking yeah. they don't think oh so and so wants to um Loosen regulation on this and want to privatize these things and want to make this a crown corporation. Like, they don't think like that. Like, your average voter, which is what we're measuring by, would consider our Canadian politicians further to the left because even Stephen Harper, who was like dog for being a conservative, like Harper bot kind of person, yeah, um, he was like completely pointed out because he didn't take as, um, strong as a stance on things like gay rights and like social issues that even like the liberal party which is like center left and the ndp party took Stephen like, that's my point S- Stephen harper is pretty much an evangelist catholic you know that right not not I, pretty I much like, like yeah he but, like, is. Even, <laughs> but, like even he would be considered a democrat in the state I don't know. He, 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 no, 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 no. I think I have to start actually arguing that because Stephen Harper, Harper on major policies actually was you could consider colloquially right wing. He tightened up uh, immigration policy, right wing, right. You could consider that, right? 
Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, okay, so he tightened immigration policy. He created, like, seven pipelines in his administration. You could consider that, again, fiscally a bit more, like, right-wing, right? Yeah, yeah, no, sure, yeah. Uh, what, what, else, what else did this guy do that was, like, very right-wing-ish? Um, no, I, I, no, I, I don't think he was. Like, I don't think he was. He was a proponent of, of of gay rights. I don't think he stood against them. But I, I actually want to look into this because I don't think Stephen Harper was like a. a, a I just want to say he wasn't a, a fan. So, I think he like he is like you're right. He is fundamentally conservative. Yeah. But what I'm saying is his fundamental conservatism is left wing in the states. I don't and that's know. what I'm saying. Canada has Canada's whole political spectrum is the nah, but, but you're considering the crazies. I don't even consider the crazies in there. You're talking about like the people that are like super insane. Um, but like like if well, really, you can't count them out of the political spectrum because no, 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 because because I I think you're pointing out that in the states there's some people that are so far left leaning and so far right leaning, like Tommy LaHaren or something like that. That basically they garner attention, but I don't think there's a lot of those people. Like I really I don't. don't I, I, I think a lot of the people. I think a lot of people are closer, to, closer to the center, and that's what I'm trying to say. Like, I, 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 that's why I'm, I'm saying I don't, I don't think Americans would really think that our politicians are far, far more left leaning. I mean, maybe in initial like, like, uh, um, looking like circumstances, right? But when you actually look at the policy and like the administrations a lot of these guys ran, it's very similar to how Republicans run administrations. And, yeah, but like them being similar in fundamental policy doesn't change the fact that they run as a different party as they would have uh, here in Canada. Uh, also, Stephen Harper apparently said gay marriage, uh, hold on, said gay marriage is violent, disgusting. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you're like, but like, he still could have ran very viably as a Democrat in the state. And that's an example of why the Canadian political spectrum is far to the left of but, the American one. But, and, because and, a conservative here is a, is a liberal person there, is like a center-left person there. Uh, like, they're totally different. And I think you're even speaking towards like the not the, not the inherently liberal lib, uh, Democrats. You're talking about like the Dem, the Dems that are pretty much Republican. Like it's it's really hard to to toe to the line there. I think that those are the ones you're referring to if you're saying like a lot of Canadians would be considered more so like left wing. You know, like. I think I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, but back to the point here. <laughs> I like, but like, like, I, I honestly feel like Justin Trudeau has destroyed public perception of you know how he's been able to govern uh, internally and externally. Um, I think that the NDP has no way of having a legitimate uh, uh, federal run the next election. Um, I think the Conservatives are the safest option for a lot of Canadians. Um, yeah, that's so, so. They're a good proponent for that, and I also think you may see a bigger rise to the Green Party. I wonder if Elizabeth May is still the leader. She was she was dope. Mm, yeah, no, I mean Elizabeth May is pretty great. Yeah, um, I think is Elizabeth May still the party leader? Uh, is there? Elizabeth May is. Regardless, she like in the last election, twenty fifteen. Yeah, was, she's the party leader uh, still. Yeah, and she was everywhere. Yeah, um, but no, I totally agree. I think like you're gonna see. Um, you're going to see left-wing voters, whether they typically vote for a liberal or NDP, you're going to see them feel alienated because I think Trudeau has had like a rough, <laughs> a rough year in terms of PR. Um, but also, like I don't know if NDP has a strong enough leader to kind of garner support. And here's not, the, not a, yeah. Sorry. Sorry, go on. I apologize. I cut you off. Sorry, not a not a strong enough leader. Not what I meant. Um, I think I'm not sure NDP has. Um, as strong of like 
as strong of a party identity as the liberals do. Yeah. Like I think conservatives and liberals are seen as the or as like as a comparison, if not conservatives and NDP. So the NDP are kind of an afterthought. Yeah. And I think you're right. Like the conservatives are probably going to win, um, like on our as a result of like the split of the liberal vote. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think what would really be the final nail in the coffin is if we see some real economic turbulence before October. Because then they could just flat out drop it on Trudeau's like lap. And I think in that scenario is when things may become problematic because he is so far left-leaning that you may see mobilization of the right in Canada. You know what you're already saying, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, no, okay, come on. Yeah, no, no, that's not the mobilization of the far right. I'm talking about like the fact that this is a legitimate... Um, legitimate like uh, uh nazis running for not nazis and white supremacists running for public offices uh, on a municipal level this happens this happened in toronto this happened in hamilton like it's crazy the, the prominence now of uh, of this like ultra right-wing rhetoric is like like uh, it's uh, it's weird how prevalent it is in canadian politics um and, and how uns like people don't talk about it yeah for sure like there's a guy named tom from i believe his name was who's running for mayor in um um uh hamilton he's a white supremacist and you have people like faith goldie over in toronto like and they get a lot of popularity too you know what i mean and honestly sometimes i i, I wonder if the economy goes sour there's a good chance that like you can see you can see canada just do like a like a huge move to the right because if you look at the yeah. problems the problems we're facing right now are bad i just saw a news story today actually that um because uh trade tensions are going back and forth between china in a negative manner in some way or another, you know, but basically, I think it's they said China is uh, putting pressure on um, on capital holders essentially to divest from real estate in the U.S. So they're saying it's like mass selling, but it's not really like like a fire sale. It's more people trying to get out of debt. But I worry about China's ability to do that, you know. And if that becomes like a like a like a uh, any way a risk factor coming up to the election, that become that becomes like a, a huge populist topic. Yeah, for sure. You know what I, I mean. Like Sorry, go ahead. No, that's it. That's it. I mean, like I think, um, like the like the Angus Reid Institute has already started doing polling. Um, like they started polling as early as December. I'm not sure how early that is comparatively to other election years. Yeah. Um, but like at least like at least 35 to 40 percent of people they polled disapproved of Trudeau. Yeah, um, yeah, he's doing terrible, man. He's actually he's, he's, and, he's and like surprisingly, quite honestly, like it, this might just be my own kind of liberal bias, but um, a lot of voters see Andrew Scheer as like the next best prime minister of Canada. You know, um, you, you you know why he's the best option? I think he's just a safe option. Like I, I personally don't support him, but like I think he's a safe option for most people. He, he's kind of reminiscent of Harper, just like younger. I I think you hope. For him to win because he's so boring and so he's so middle. Like if you think about it, it's like he actually is like you. You hope for a guy like Sure to win because I worry about the other candidates. Like like I said before, like with the proliferation of the right wing and whatnot, I worry about like popularity of like you know like legitimately a Canadian Trump, you know, or maybe we go the other way completely, right? Like I don't I don't, I don't know, but like I think it's something people really have to look into, man. Because especially now, I mean, like look at what's happening. It's a mirror image of what was happening in the states. We have GM. Um, uh, you know, letting go of jobs to the extent of was it ten or fifteen thousand? I remember it was going to affect up to like twenty five thousand jobs in like the Durham area. Ford is also doing cuts. Like it's actually like you know a mirror image. Like you can go up and and, and the, the funniest part is um when Doug Ford was running for uh, party leader in in uh, uh, Ontario, everyone said he's not going to win. 
everyone laughed about, about him, right? Everyone literally laughed in his face. He sent out an email basically saying, oh, the elite have given up on it. This is in the party. As my, my buddy sent it over to me. He's like, oh, the elite have given up on you. You need a leader. Essentially, going to defeat you. Just your prototypical, like, you know, what you think Doug Ford would say. And, you know, he... He... <laughs> He won with it. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, so I think that's something a lot of Canadians, like, are actually, like, because Canadians are so, um, I, I found, specifically Canadians care so little about their own politics. I found Canadians care more about American politics and domestic politics, which makes no sense to me at all. But um, I think people are being very ignorant to, to domestic politics and how fast things can go awry and how poor of, of, of a quality of, of, of political leaders we have right now. Yeah, no, I mean, like, that's, that's a fair point. Just like the, to speak to the Doug Ford thing, like I think as much as he, um, I'm not sure it was like, it was as much of a reflection of like voters, voter dissatisfaction as um, like definitely Ontario voters were, and I know we're getting off topic, but like I know, definitely know Ontario voters were dissatisfied kind of with at the end of like the liberal reign. The liberal reign. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I had... But also like, like Ford won because of um, Ford won because of very immigrant high, like high immigrant or high immigration areas, like the 905, like Mississauga, Toronto, or not Toronto, but Mississauga and like that kind of Peel region. Yeah. Um, and like I've like looked at polling, and a lot of like the new immigrants to Canada identified more with the Conservative Party than they would do with any other party. Yes. Yes. Um, so he he like gets a lot of votes. Um, like there's one minorities and different ethnic yeah, groups man. and, I, I, and I, think, I think that goes back to what I was trying to say before I really do think that if Canada doesn't have an identity it is more so of a conservative identity like you come to Canada you put down your, your, your lunch pill and you go to work you know what I mean like you don't come here to go act you don't come here to go you know vacation you come here you work you know what I mean like I, like, I really do think that adds to like the, the conservative personality that exists in this country and that's why, like, you can, and, and that's why, even as an immigrant myself, some of the some of the policies they stand for for immigration, I sort of agree with. Because when I came here, it was extremely hard to to like uh, like the 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 the, the uh, to the determinants essentially to be able to come over and you know get get your PR and then you know like be a landed immigrant and all this crap and then finally get your citizenship. It was like very like complicated. And like I I, I don't agree. I, I as an immigrant don't agree with a lot of liberal leftists basically saying yeah just open it up just open it up just open whatever. There's no such thing as illegal immigration. I don't agree with that. Yeah, you know? I mean like everyone, um, like I'm sure like. Anecdotally, everybody has like the different anecdotes that changes their opinions and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but like, I don't know. I think it's like it's Ford won because of the immigrant vote. If I was just like if I was a betting man, which I'm not, but um, I think he he won a lot in the 905, which is very immigrant heavy, as well as like it's hard to identify Canada as a um, with any kind of party because they flip so frequently. You know what I mean? Like, I think Canada, unlike the states where you could have very hardline party followers that will vote their party regardless of who the candidate is, just like on principle, like people will vote Democrat even if their issue, even if like their values um, during one specific election align more with the Republican candidate, they'll vote Democrat because they're a Democrat and like that's part of their identity. But in Canada, it's very, like, even the way that the media portrays elections is very much more issue based. Like, I was watching this um, comparison between American political, like, presidential debates and Canadian prime ministerial debates yeah. on TV. Yeah. And just, like, watching how the debates are organized and how the candidates answer, like, speaks volumes to 
yeah. how people vote, I think, right? Like, people don't, people vote issues more so here, and which is why you're seeing people willing to I, jump between conservative and liberal. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I definitely, like, the, the, the reporting, the reporting in Canada is definitely top-notch. They don't focus on stories. It's definitely, I mean, they don't focus on, like, you know, entertainment it's definitely just to the point and i like how it's changed because i remember during the harper days like they didn't say anything but now they're more so open you see them openly criticizing um the the liberals and whatnot and justin trudeau when they're clearly in the wrong and whatnot i love that shit <laughs> yeah you know it's it's, it's dope yeah no um yeah i don't know what the original thing we we're talking about was <laughs> I mean, well, it was pretty much how how uh Good old Justin boy over there is screwed over his own party and guaranteed the Liberals don't win, and he's almost pretty much laid it up to the Conservatives right now. Unless some crazy, bat shit crazy fucking super left-wing or right-wing party comes out and is able to like get a lot of public support, yeah, it's pretty much Conservatives winning. Slam dunk. This is, this is, this is, this is uh, Shearer's race to lose. If he loses this, it'll be like the Falcons losing the Super Bowl to the Patriots when they're up like 28 points and a half. Like legitimately, like it's, this would be the worst loss of all time. It'd be like in, in, incredibly like embarrassing, man. Yeah, like well, I guess we'll see what happens before October. But um, yeah, like I just like concluding thought, I guess is um, yeah, I think you're right. Um, I think Cheryl probably come through with the win just because of the split in the liberal vote, and I don't think either of them, like NDP under Tom Walker, shifted to the center like center left yeah. and they tried to appeal to more voters and then responsible they both shifted to the left of them yeah. and like said you know what no we're going to put in these Keynesian economics um, that people are going to identify with and I don't know I think it's coming back to bite them in the ass now um, and you're probably going to see a conservative government you're right yeah well I don't know if I'm really happy about that I really don't care at the end of the day I want to run my own party it's going to be called the Republic of OT oh shit <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put this out there right now. I'm going to start a GoFundMe. I actually looked into it. I, I, I can literally do it. So, you know, people are going to watch for that. Yeah, all right. I'll watch for it. <laughs>